Well, blessings, everybody. This is Dale. I thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. And as I've been saying the last week or so now, putting up with a different kind of sound and things. Uh, I'm hoping to maybe have something by next week to figure out how to get us back to a little more standard sound. But anyway, we're still able to meet, right? So I thought today we'd bring to a conclusion, hopefully, what we've been looking at in the book of Jude. And so uh, Jude's very short letter is 25 verses. And we've seen that he was writing to a group of people and he wanted to write about their common salvation. But he said that he felt the necessity to write, to appeal to them, to contend earnestly for the faith. Well, why is that? Well, certain persons, certain people have crept in. And then he gives tremendous detail about these people, how they're behaving. He doesn't name them by name here. But he's showing how they were behaving, and he gives examples uh, that Jewish people would have known. And that's the reason I believe that these are Jewish believers uh, that had a, a Jewish background. <clears throat> he says these men were marked out for this condemnation <clears throat> long beforehand. They were ungodly persons. Remember how they were ungodly. They turned the grace of God into licentiousness, and they denied that our only maker and Lord is Jesus Christ. So they were denying the Lord. And they were saying, hey, you're saved, so you do any sin you want to. And so then Jude gives several examples of how God judged people in times past. That uh, even when he called his people out of Egypt, that those who did not believe, he subsequently destroyed them. Uh, The angels that didn't keep their own domain, that abandoned their proper abode. He has them in eternal bonds under darkness until... The judgment of the great day. That's, that's a great line because it's speaking of the uh, uh, judgment at the end of all time. And then he says, in the same way, just as Sodom and Gomorrah. So that ties that together with what these angels did, I believe. That they did the same thing Sodom and Gomorrah did. They indulged in gross immorality and they went after strange flesh. But God's going to judge them. And then he tells us these men are the way they are because they're dreaming. They defile the flesh. They reject authority and they revile angelic majesty. And you remember how he gave the example of Michael the archangel. How Michael the archangel, when he was fighting with Satan over the body of Moses, said, the Lord rebuke you. Even Michael himself did not bring a rebuke in his own power. He said, the Lord rebuke you. But he said, these men, they revile things they don't understand. And he says, they've gone the way of Cain. They've rushed headlong in the era of Balaam. They've perished in rebellion of Korah. And then he describes what these men are. He says, they're in your, they're hidden reefs in your love feast. They're like clouds without water. They're like autumn trees with no fruit. They're doubly dead. They're like the wild waves of the sea, just casting their shame like foam. And he says, it is of these men that Enoch prophesied over. And that's just a wild thing right there because we would never know this from the Old Testament, but we know it from the New that Enoch was a prophet. And what he says is the Lord is going to come with his many thousands of his holy ones and he's going to execute judgment. And then he describes the men in detail. He said, these guys are grumblers. They're finding fault in everything. They're following after their own lust. They speak arrogantly. And the reason is they flatter people for the sake of gaining advantage. But then the closing verses, Jude says this, but you beloved, the ones that are true believers, you ought to remember the words of the apostles. Okay, And the words of the apostles was this, hey, that in the last days, these mockers will come and they're going to be following after their ungodly lust. So the idea is this. Don't be surprised when this occurs, when this happens. We have foretold. Okay, That's the reason that he's encouraging them to contend earnestly for the faith, because these are the ones that will cause divisions. They're worldly minded and they're devoid of the spirit. 
The sad truth is this. The Western church, for the most part, puts up with this. We put up with the division. We put up with the worldly mind in this. We put up with those that are devoid of the spirit. And as a matter of fact, they wind up getting exalted into leadership positions and high leadership positions. And uh, we think, oh, well, they're in this position. So we have to follow them because they've got some title and nothing could be further from the truth. If somebody is devoid of the Holy Spirit, don't follow them. Okay, if they're functioning in a worldly, mindly type of thing, don't follow them. If they're causing division, don't follow them. Okay, don't do it. Then in verse 20, he told him what to do. You build yourself up in your most holy faith. You pray in the Holy Spirit and you keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting anxiously for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then he tells us what to do with folks, because there's some folks right here. There's actually like three categories. He said, have mercy on some who are doubting. That's one. Save others, snatching them out of the fire. I mean, they're consumed in the fire of whatever sin it is and whatever they're caught up in. He says, snatch them out of that. And then on others, have mercy with fear, hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. Now, the last two verses of Jude are a great doxology. And he literally closes with such a, a word of encouragement and exhortation for them. So listen to what he says. Now to him, and that's the Most High God, Lord Jesus Christ, to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time and now and forever. Amen. Now, just reflect upon this for a moment. He's saying this. Now, the one who's able to keep you from stumbling. And a lot of times we think, well, is that God the Father? Is that the Lord Jesus Christ? Is that the Spirit? Uh, well, yeah. But in the 25th verse, next verse, he says to our, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Too often we forget. Too often we forget that it's through Jesus Christ, the Lord, that we're actually saved and that we're set in right relationship with God the Father. So what he's saying, God is the one that's able to keep you from stumbling. He's the one able to make you stand in his presence, in the presence of his glory. Now watch how we're standing. Blameless and with great joy to the only God, our Savior. He's saying this, to him alone be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority. And he says that this all occurs through the Lord Jesus Christ. It really gives us some insight into what our salvation is and how we live it out and how it's come our way. And then it's also a joyous thing to understand that he is the one that is able to keep us from stumbling. He's the one that is able to make us stand. I don't have to try to keep from stumbling myself. He empowers me not to stumble if I choose to abide with him. He empowers me to stand if I choose to stand in his presence and his glory, blameless with great joy. So he says to him, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty and dominion and authority. Now watch this before all time and now and forevermore. Now think about that. That's a wild statement. Even before all time, the Lord God was glory, majesty, dominion, and authority from all time to now and forever. There's all these little hints like that that we see in the scripture of the nature of God and, and what has happened beforehand. Well, bless you, little one. So anyway, say hi, Camp. Hi. My grandson Camp is here with us. Isn't that cool? We're recording right now. 
Say hi again. Hi, 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 hi. There you go. That's a lot of hi. Anyway, thank you all so much, and I'll be back with you tomorrow. See you then. Goodbye.